I hope you have your popcorn ready, your seat adjusted, and your focus set on attentive because we are about to begin the third quarter podcast. Thank you for joining us. My name is Loyal Ricks Jr., and I'm honored that you're here. Before we begin, before we start talking about the hottest topics around the NFL, basketball, what got you going this week, what games you like to see, who dunked on who, who mossed to, what quarterback is better, follow us on Instagram at T-H-U-U-R-D-Q-T-R-P-O-D. That's Third Quarter Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Loyal J. Ricks Jr. That's loyal like the word. Everybody should try to be more loyal. J. Ricks Jr. Well, let's get into it. I'm glad you're here. Here we go. It's been an eventful week, but we are blessed to be alive in this moment. Today is Friday, January 27th, and we are approaching the second month of the year. That is crazy to me. We were just in 2022. The ball just dropped. I just opened a Christmas gift maybe 20 minutes ago, but we are approaching February. Wow. We're one week away from Lover's Month, two weeks away from Valentine's Day, two weeks away from my birthday, whoop, and two weeks away from Super Bowl Sunday. But first, we need to get past a wild championship Sunday. The anticipation for Sunday is real. Um, The crazy thing is I haven't encountered any overconfident Eagles fans this week. I usually get texts throughout the season. Hey, look at us. You know, we love Jalen Hurts again. Uh, We're undefeated right now. Uh, Nick Foles, yeah. But it's been quiet during an important week for the Tri-State. In Delaware, Eagles fans think the link is downtown newark they go a little crazy but nothing has been said this week i still have this video of my roommate my cousin my boy dom yo yo dom and uh i don't know if you remember this dom but you were taking a kneel during the super bowl victory a few years back and you look so happy but when it comes to the biggest game of the season i have yet to receive a text i don't know what's going on i don't know what's going on The Eagles are expected to take on the San Francisco 49ers at 3 o'clock on Sunday. And I got to give it to the Eagles. They surprised a lot of teams this season. Their defensive additions and Hassan Reddick, James Bradbury, uh, N'Kobe Dean, and C.J. Gardner made a big difference. Um, And that's probably the reason they're in the championship game. The 49ers have the best offensive roster in the league. They picked up Christian McCaffrey. He said, basically, look, hey, don't forget. I can still run fast, you know what I mean? And and Debo Samuels, excuse me, is a weapon wherever he's lined up. They put him in the backfield, in the slot, outside. He can get it done. Let's not forget about George Kittle, who is the second best tight end in the league right now. And he's a threat for any nickel defensive back or a linebacker. He could burn both of them. Truthfully, I think the Eagles defense can hold Mike McDaniel's offense long enough to win. I think they'll be okay, Um, but they're going to create a stage for an MVP candidate who should be considered more of an MVP candidate. It shouldn't be. I think right now he's listed as fourth on a lot of the list I've been seeing. But Jalen Hurts is another reason the Eagles are in the playoffs, let alone the NFC Championship right now. His performances this season made Philadelphia fans forget 
about an offseason where they were willing to trade him away before the training camp started. It was crazy. I was driving home and I was listening. Um, at the time I worked for Lexus um, and I was driving home. And I'll never forget in the summertime listening to, you know, all the sports networks talking about, oh, yeah, we should trade Jalen Hurts for this. We should trade him for that. And now he's the best thing since sliced bread in Philadelphia, y'all. He's the best thing since sliced bread. It's ridiculous, but, I mean, you got to give it to him. He's limited his turnovers. Um, he's fourth in interceptions this season, and he's used his legs to make big plays. He has 760 yards on 165 carries. A lot of people are going to say, hey, you know, he can't pass. You know, the 49ers would be fine. But he's improved his passing this season as well. He's completed 39 more passes for 500 plus more yards. And you know what? He just looks different. I mean, you look at the Eagles offense is built to run the ball and execute the pass. But you can't bait the run. You can't do play actions. You can't pass the ball um, if you can't run the ball. Miles Sanders has been a complimentary back. I like him in the system. Um, but as a former defensive player, to me, if you're doing an option between Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts, my goal is to knock Jalen Hurts' helmet off. Because I think he's the biggest biggest threat in the backfield. But with all that to say, man, he's the biggest X factor, I believe, in Sunday's game. The 49ers defense is stout. But Jalen Hurts has proven throughout the season that, hey, I can get it done. Um, I believe in his moxie, his confidence. He says the right things. He does the right things. I think the Eagles can get it done. I mean, when you look at the big picture, the time is now for Philadelphia. I mean, imagine if the Philadelphia Eagles advance to the Super Bowl, right? You got the Eagles advancing to the Super Bowl. Everything is cool. Um, and then, boom, the Chiefs. The Chiefs and Andy Reid beat the Bengals and end up in the Super Bowl, too. That's like when you think it can't get better, it gets better. You know what I mean? Like, and most of the time it can, you know, that's like you get home early from work with no traffic on 95 and, you, and your lady grabs you dinner and you eat when you get home or you push yourself to go to the gym and there's no one on the favorite machine when you get there or it's payday and you forgot you worked overtime, but you see it on your check. Like, that's how it would feel. If the Bengals and the Chiefs game ends with a Chiefs win and Andy Reid faces off against his former team in the Super Bowl. But fans are going to have to wait until 630 on Sunday to see Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow kick off against each other. Um, I think we should be talking about this game a lot more. There's a lot going on in this game. Um, Joe Burrow is 3-0 against Patrick Mahomes. There's a lot of talk on Twitter with Eli, Eli Apple. Um, it's crazy. They're turning Arrowhead Stadium into Burrowhead Stadium. Um, Bengals fans, at least, at that. And it's it's just getting it's just, it's just getting crazy to me. Um, I think that's the game most people need to circle. I mean, you should circle you should circle both games on your calendar. But matter of fact, you just might want to double circle Sunday. Just cir double circle Sunday in its entirety. The Chiefs are right now a one-point favorite over the former AFC champions, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be a game to watch. Like we said, Joe Burrow is three and zero against Patrick Mahomes in his career. That's kind of like a stat line or a stat that you use versus you know in the Kobe's versus LeBron you know debates. Like here we have Patrick Mahomes 
He's the most praised quarterback since Tom Brady, and he's struggling with Joe Burrow. This cool dude on the Bengals team that gets hot here and there. And it's like, man, like, is Joe Burrow this good? Like, why aren't we talking about Joe Burrow like we talk about Patrick Mahomes? Um, regardless of what we say, we can't deny that the Bengals are a threat to a Chiefs team that's hungry for vengeance. Um, you got Travis Kelsey, who continues to provide to prove that he's the best tight end in football. Um, and just just in case some of y'all wince when I said that, let's look at some of the stats. I mean, he was third in receptions this season. He had 110. He was second in receiving touchdowns with 12. And he had 1,338 receiving yards. That was eighth in the league. Mind you, he's not a receiver. He's a tight end. He caught 14 passes last week in the victory. Um, and I mean, yeah, I know people are going to be like, well, the Bengals have Higgins and Chase and Mixon. But Kelsey is a player with lineman strength, receiver hands, and running back speed. Let me say that again. Lineman strength, receiver hands, and running back speed. I mean, the Chiefs have it all. They have the NFL's poster child, and they have Andy Reid. And who wouldn't love to see Philadelphia and Andy Reid in Super Bowl 57? Like, That's ridiculous. Can you imagine that? The nostalgia would be incredible. McDonald's will bring back the McNasty bobbleheads. I know y'all had at least one McNasty bobblehead back in the day. You'll see a Westbrook jersey in every Walmart you'll go to. It'll be, it'll be a beautiful time in, uh, in Philadelphia. But with that being said, I have some predictions for this weekend's game. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. When we talk about the Eagles versus the 49ers, I... Loyal Ricks Jr., I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles to win by three, 27-24. 27-24, I just think Jalen Hurts gets it done. The Eagles' defense does enough to stop the rookie quarterback, and that puts an end to a sweet Cinderella story for Mike Mike McDaniel's team. When we look at the Chiefs, excuse me, his offense, when we look at the Chiefs and the Bengals, the score to that game will be, oh, let me think. Oh, where's my pen? Carry the one. I think it's going to be 35 to 32 in the favor of the Chiefs. Uh, I mean, the Bengals are the Chiefs kryptonite, but I think Patrick Mahomes gets it done this week. He's been walking on the leg that he injured on the ankle that he injured last week, and it seems to look fine. Um, there's videos of that on Twitter surfacing it's 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 around everybody sees it he looks fine and uh the Bengals should prepare like their lives are on the line this week because it is and uh Patrick Mahomes is coming for blood but yeah make sure you guys tune into the games this weekend it should be it should be intriguing um I'm gonna be upset when it ends I will be upset when it ends because it's two great games four great teams and only two can advance What's going on, everybody? I hope you're enjoying the show. I'm looking forward to hearing your perspective. Follow us on our social media pages and stay in tune for how you could be a part of the Third Quarter Podcast. So Sunday is going to be a big day for the NFL. They're going to have a lot of viewers tuned in to watch these four teams battle for a chance to 
make Super Bowl 57 a lot, a lot of views. Usually, I would think that the NFL would play a game on Saturday and a game on Sunday. But this year, we get both both games in one. So I guess that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Like I said, there's going to be a lot of people watching. One of those people, those famous people, those celebrities, those people that, you know, us regular people go crazy at over the Jumbotron. Oh, my God. Look who's at the game. Oh, my God. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers will be at home for this championship Sunday. A slow start to the 2022 season cost the Packers a playoff berth. Rodgers led his team to three consecutive wins before losing the final game of the season to the Minnesota Vikings. We all know Rodgers is looking to relocate, but finding a new location for him is easier said than done. In my opinion, Green Bay is like, look, we're better off keeping him. He's a great quarterback. Yeah, he had an off year, but he's towards the end of his career. Why trade him now? Well, Green Bay, there is a reason why. There are multiple reasons why you should trade Aaron Rodgers. The main one is because he's worth something. He's worth something. I want to emphasize something. I don't think front offices should be willing to give away two first-round picks for a quarterback that, you know, he's played half of his career. Half of his career is behind him. Maybe one first-round pick and a few players, or maybe a few players and a late-round pick, but two first-round picks for me would be off the table. No, you can't You can't get that. No, I, I refuse. Fortunately for other teams, Aaron Rodgers doesn't really show signs of wanting to be in Green Bay. The two parties have basically left it up for them to decide, hey, like we'll look into places you want to go. And we're just asking that, you know, you sign off to him and we just want input. It's mutual input. There's no trade clauses on um, in his contract right now. So really, Aaron Rodgers can shop the open market. One of the things Green Bay has told sources is that they're willing to trade him to an AFC team. When I say AFC team, I mean a team that's not in his conference currently, not in the Green Bay Packers conference right now. Why is that important? It's important for many reasons. The Green Bay Packers simply believe that, look, we'll give you Aaron Rodgers, but we're not going to play against him for a chance to compete in the Super Bowl next year, which makes complete sense. So what options does Aaron Rodgers have going to an AFC team? According to NFL's today, Dan Orlovsky, the Jets, Raiders, Colts, and Titans are possible options for a Rodgers siding. We know Rodgers doesn't want to go to a losing team. He wants to retire with at least another championship. So what teams is that way out? What teams are eliminated from that equation based on that? Let's see here. The Colts are still looking for a head coach. You know, Jeff Saturday is a great guy. From what I've seen, I never personally met him. I know he was a great player. I got to watch him. But based off what I've seen towards the end of the season, I wouldn't. If I was Aaron Rodgers, I would cross the Colts off my list. The Raiders are in a similar situation with quarterback Derek Carr. They benched him week 17. Mind you, there's 18 weeks in the NFL season, so there was a whole game to play. But they said, nah, you can take your, take your rest now. Your offseason starts today. So it's obvious that they're about to divorce. So they're looking for collateral for their quarterback. They have 
you know, needs on defense that they still need to fill. Josh Jacobs mentioned that he wanted to return. Will they sign him? You know, let's find out. So the Raiders are questionable. The Titans, eh, Derrick Henry, cool. But it's not enough to really sell me on moving to Tennessee. So who do we have left? We have Robert Saleh and the Jets. I'm sorry, Robert Sala and the Jets. Excuse me, Robert, Mr. Robert, sir. But yeah, you have the Jets left. And I mean, to be honest, they have a top 10 defense. They have Garrett Wilson, who's becoming a number one receiver in the NFL. He was top 15 in receiving yards. And the coaching staff need an impressive season. They just hired Nathaniel Hackett to become the offensive coordinator. Rodgers speaks highly of Hackett, um, at least on the Pat McAfee show, on the Pat McAfee podcast. Shout out to that podcast. You guys are amazing. Um, He likes Hackett. So that could cause Aaron Rodgers to become a New York Jet. I know my dad would love that. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. I know he would love that, man. But when I think about this situation, I think about when Brett Favre left the Packers and he became a Jet. And I'm like, this is really crazy. Like, why why do the Jets and the, and the Packers have an under-the-table deal or something? Hey, we'll wear him out for 12 years. And then on the 13th year, you can get at him. And he won't be as good, but, you know, you'll sell more tickets. Like, what's going on? I don't understand. Um, if he ends up as a Jet... That would be crazy to me. Another Green Bay legend going to the Jets. Hopefully he doesn't tank like Brett Favre did. But it's clear that Aaron Rodgers wants greener pastures. And I guess we'll just have to find out where he wants to go. For more information on the situation, you could read my latest article on Aaron Rodgers at www.nflspinzone.com. You can also check it out on my Twitter Loyal J. Ricks Jr. That's loyal. Everyone needs to be more loyal. J. Ricks Jr. The NBA All-Star Weekend is quickly approaching and the fans have spoken. The votes are in. The starters have been announced. And the conversation is getting crazy. The setting for All-Star Weekend this year is Salt Lake Utah almost stuttered when I said that I'm not I don't say Utah too often February 17th through the 19th and like I said the conversation is heating up the starters have been announced the captains LeBron James Giannis Antetokounmpo and I just want to read you guys all some starters here looks like we have for the Western Conference Steph Curry Luka Doncic Zion Williamson LeBron James and Nikola Jokic. Jokic. And then in the East, shout out to the East, we have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, and of course Giannis. Like we stated, he's a team captain. But when I said all those names, Philadelphia fans, I don't know if you were listening. I don't know if you had a cheesesteak in your hand. I don't know if you were listening when I said that. But I did not mention Joel Embiid. Huh? What? Yeah, I didn't mention Joel Embiid. And I used to, you know, contribute for the Sixers since. I'm not a Sixers fan, but I say I told myself I'm going back to the Heat. Used to be a Heat fan, so, I, you know, I root for the Miami Heat, you know, under the table. 
but this concerned me. I'm like Joel Embiid's having a great season. I don't I don't know why he's not considered a starter in in the in the All Star voting. It didn't make sense to me. He's second in points, 33.4 game, 9.8 rebounds. That's 13th in the league. Like we can go on and on about his about his stat lines. It's just crazy. 53.2 percent from the from the field. He's shooting well from the field. I mean, I know he's a big man and everything, but come on, like. Let's not get it twisted. The man is on fire. The man is on fire. So I decided to look into, you know, what happened. Was it the voting? Was it the fans? And shout out to Mr. Ricky O'Donnell from SBNation.com. I stumbled across his article and it explained that the All-Star games this year have a weird rule where you have to have three front court players on the court at the time and i know some of you guys are listening you're like okay so what's the big deal like joel and beads the center well the big deal this year is that kevin durant jason tatum joel and bead and giannis are all listed as front court players so one of them has to sit the bench so guess who has to sit the bench guess who's the one guess who's the guy it's the guy from philly and that's crazy because is you have instances where DeMar DeRozan, I believe, is listed as a guard. But this season, he's played more time at center. I believe he's played more time at center than he's played at guard. And you have to refer to um, Mr. O'Donnell's, Mr. O'Donnell's article because he had the statistics and stuff like that. He's the one that brought awareness on the subject, at least for me. But when I read that, I was I was infuriated. So... NBA, look, man, you got it right with the pickup games. I saw the uniforms. They look crazy, look, so, look saucy. It looks like it's going to be a good a good weekend, but you didn't have to do my man Joel Embiid like that. Didn't have to do it. But it should be an interesting all-star weekend. Hope you guys tune in. That. We have a few things that should come before that. By things, I mean events. And by events, I mean records. If you want to find out when I believe LeBron James will reach Kareem's record for most points scored, the all-time scoring leader, the king, check out my Hoops Habit article at hoopshabit.com. You can also find it on Twitter, on my page. You can also find the information today about the starters, about Mr. Kevin O'Donnell's article on my page as well. As well as on our Instagram page. We definitely have it up there too. And stay tuned towards an interesting All-Star Weekend. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Third Quarter Podcast today. I'm honored. I'm blessed. I'm thankful that you're here. You can follow us on Instagram at Third Quarter Podcast. T-H-U-U-R-D-Q-T-R-P-O-D on Instagram and you can follow me at Loyal J Ricks Jr. on Twitter. We're excited to have guests and have speakers come on, have other analysts, other journalists come on. This whole experience is about growing our network, growing our community and sharing the love of sports. So please stay in touch with us. Please stay tuned and have a blessed weekend.